Hi and welcome to Take Me Back, the Koi podcast. The Koi we believe that every meal has a story, and that this podcast brings to you some of our favorite stories. Whether it be your first meal in a foreign land, fast food you ate on your first date, or comfort food the last time you were ill, every meal is a window into someone else's world, filled with memories, hopes, and dreams. Join us as Koi explores the intimacies behind your most memorable meals. Right here on Take Me Back. Hello, all. Welcome back to another episode of Take Me Back. It has been a while, but we are finally back, and we have a very, very special guest on the show tonight. We have FPL King Siddhant Shah, who joins us from his home in Mumbai. Um, Apart from being destroying Aaron and myself at FPL, Sudhant is also a food enthusiast <laughs> and a law student by by day. So thank you, Sudhant, for taking the time out. We are really excited to have you on the show. Thanks, man. I know I'm really excited to be on the show. Super. And we also have a very not so special guest, Aaron. Who is the Thanks. co-founder at Koi? <laughs> you can introduce yourself to our lovely audience. Hello, lovely audience. It's a pleasure to be here. It's been a while. It's been a long time coming, but happy to be doing this, especially with Sudan, because I've heard many a good thing about his his culinary skills as well as his his food trips. So this should be a good one. Looking forward to it. Awesome! Cool! 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 Um, Siddhant, I think you know the format. We will jump straight into it. Uh, tell us about your most memorable food experience. Um, sure. Um, so my most memorable food experience was actually for uh, three days. Uh, it was uh, sort of a food crawl, like a restaurant crawl. Like the amount of food I ate was insane, and it was at this city called New Orleans. and it is in louisiana in the us not a lot of people know of new orleans but it's this really lively really fun city and it's where uh, jazz was born and um, yeah it's this it's com- like according like uh, comparing it to mumbai i think it's quite similar when it comes to the weather and like about how lively it is and how it never sleeps uh, but uh, also because of the people it's a mix of uh, a lot of african american french and a lot of other european uh, um, natives and uh, that reflects in their cuisine as well and it's completely different from the food you get in, in the us like your conventional cheeseburgers and loaded nachos and all of that mm-hmm. it's just yeah. completely different and it's a lot to do with seafood because of where it is like it's extremely of course, yeah yeah it's on the south east coast So naturally, there's a lot of seafood, a lot of oysters, Correct. a lot of crawfish. Crustaceans, yeah, yeah, for sure. So soft-shelled crabs, and yeah, and also it the the African and the French heritage is uh, clearly there in the food. As I will talk about my talk about a few unique dishes that I've had there, and that I've actually actually gone and end up ended up making them in Bombay. Um, So yeah, excited to talk to you guys about it. Awesome man, and I lo- love the fact that you know you you've tried these dishes out with like local ingredients that 
that are available in Mumbai and stuff like that. Because that's one thing at Koi that we really enjoy is like taking things that you eat in different contexts and then trying to bring them and trying to make them more accessible to to our palates and our ingredients. So love that part of things. Uh, but tell us a little bit about how you landed up in New Orleans because it's probably not the first place you think of when you think of America, right? And you, you mentioned that it's very different in terms of food and in terms of population and things like that. So what 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 like what got you to New Orleans? Yeah, definitely. Uh, no one really goes there that much, like at least tourists from um, outside of the US. But yeah, uh, mm-hmm. as yeah. Um, Sadan Shah, I'm a good Jew. So I've got a lot of family <laughs> in the US. Um, I have um, a really close aunt in the US. So I've been to, this is my, this was my third trip uh, to New Orleans. Okay. And I was already in, Can- I was in Canada. I was interning there. And uh, on my way back home, I just took a layover in New Orleans. And uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's why I was there, just to visit family and uh, eat food. <laughs> that's all, yeah. So, so, so definitely New Orleans sounds like a, very fascinating place both in terms of food both in uh, and in terms of like population ambiance and the kind of stuff that's going on over there um and it's really cool that you got to visit them more than once and so over over the multiple visits you had um what are some of the things you've noticed about the place as a whole not just the food because that we'll get into and get into like the the meat of all of that but uh, what about the place as a whole? Like, what were your thoughts on on New Orleans? Um, so yeah, other than other than the main, I mean, other than the food, I feel like just as a city, it's like as I said before, it's really lively. There's a lot of music, uh, like, and there's a lot of yeah, there's a lot of people playing music on the streets. And uh, obviously, when I went. When I, when I went last, like three years ago, I wasn't old enough to step out in the night um, and to go to all these uh, pubs and bars and jazz bars and live music places. So yeah, apparently that's quite, like that's a big thing in New Orleans. In New Orleans, sorry. Um, and yeah, I mean, other than that, it's it's got a lot of, so there's this area called the French Quarter. So that's a very French area, a lot of mm-hmm. French yeah. buildings, I guess. Um, other than that, I mean, there's nothing, there's not much of sightseeing to do. There's just a lot of good food. And, uh, yeah, I mean, there wasn't anything that different other than, yeah, uh, that, that's about it. Fair enough. Fair enough. Seems like food definitely takes, takes center Food speed. and food and yeah. a lot of, a lot of drinking, a lot of alcohol and a lot of <laughs> No, for sure. I can imagine. Seems like the perfect, like, weekend, weekend getaway. Yeah. For sure, for sure. And and cool. Let's get to the, the meat of the conversation finally. The the meal or the meals that you that you had on your trip to, to New Orleans. Let's let's walk through each of them one by one. Sure. Um so uh, I think on day one itself, like as soon as I landed, um after a couple of hours of rest, we went to this restaurant called Acme. It's a pretty popular place for its seafood and its oysters. And okay. I had yeah. this I had this thing called a po' boy. Uh, so it's this, right. it's this uh, sandwich which is in in a French baguette, and it's like a baguette. It's like a, it's way softer than a baguette, mm-hmm. but the outer shell itself is really crispy. 
um so yeah it it's it's this sandwich in which there's a, like like originally the original sandwich has fried shrimp nice big mm-hmm. juicy shrimp with um like with with tomatoes mayo and uh, some some kind of spicy mayo and tomatoes and lettuce and that's it nice, nice. but Classic. like it does, it does sound really simple really plain but but it tastes amazing uh because of the shrimp itself it's like really fresh and yeah uh, and like really hot battered shrimp you can't really go wrong with that and in a sandwich with oh, mayo oh. and also the bread is extremely important and being the us you know you just you just know the portion sizes are just <laughs> huge <laughs> so i had to order a half just so that i could eat of course eat the other food there <laughs> uh, and also yeah as i said oysters are really popular in the us so we we had we ordered a lot of oysters and a lot of you know just shrimp on the side so mm-hmm. yeah firstly the the correct way to have oysters i guess is to have them raw like just in correct. a really cold ice bath that's how they serve it and that's an acquired taste so when i had gone there the first two times as a kid i didn't like it at all but i read i i read so much about it that um i really wanted to try it uh, so yeah i tried them they were i actually really liked them this time a little they were a little salty and so fresh but it is definitely an acquired taste but something that's easier to eat is the is the char grilled uh, is the same same uh, oysters but they're char grilled and they put a nice herb butter and cheese and serve it with uh, some kind of cocktail sauce so that's like i mean it's way it's way easier for a non like a non oyster eater to try and that that's that's also in fact that's better than the normal cold oysters because it's slightly mm-hmm. cooked and us indians prefer our meat or seafood to be cooked so that's why i probably liked it more but yeah at least in this this restaurant that's all we had and then obviously we just had a lot of shrimp and my little cousins they didn't really eat uh, oysters yet they've not developed the taste so they had yeah. obviously some spaghetti or whatever but i stuck to seafood and um, yeah i actually made the poboy when i came to bombay a couple of months later but i'll we'll talk more about that later and yeah i enjoyed that enjoyed that meal with uh, bottomless uh, soda like that's for soda as in like coke and soft drinks that's that's there in nice. almost every american restaurant uh, yeah it was a good meal it was nice and hot uh, outside um So it is a good good combination of cold drinks and nice oysters. Yeah, that was that was my first meal on that trip. Lovely, lovely. Sounds like the perfect introduction. Yeah. I personally have never been a a big fan of oysters, but I guess with something like fresh seafood, it depends on the quality of the seafood more than anything else. And Definitely. I guess I just haven't been lucky enough to to have have some good oysters. But fair enough. I mean, sounds like the perfect start. start to your trip what 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 top this was there anything that in your opinion top this meal that top this meal i feel mm-hmm. on your trip like another meal you say yeah, yeah, yeah on the on on the same trip oh yeah so um there's this another um another very unique um stew or soup i had is it's called a gumbo uh right and, yeah 
yeah again it's the it's a seafood base but like uh, you can add so uh, it's a seafood and sausage based soup and uh, you can actually add any meat to it and there is um, there are a few vegetables in it like celery carrot and it's this really nice wholesome soup which is made it's a new orleans classic and it's made, it's a roux based soup so it, it's made initially with um it's with, with they make a roux with flour, with flour and milk uh, with flour and uh, butter or oil and they just fry that for like hours like for at least an hour hour and a half till it's like a deep brown in color it's like how you make white pasta sauce so it's the first right, step okay. and it and it becomes this deep brown color and the more brown it is not burnt just like just brown and um, mm-hmm. so the more dark it is the more flavorful it will be so yeah they do this for hours and then they add in the whatever broth and the seafood and oh, it's a very wholesome very fulfilling soup um, and yeah and you have it with a nice crusty side um that's that's one thing i had not at the same restaurant though at another restaurant i just can't remember just so much food to talk about i just don't know what to what i uh, but yeah this is one um, yeah this is one of the best soups i've ever had but it's quite filling in itself so yeah sounds very hot yeah because it had a lot of it, a lot of meat a lot of correct uh, things in it itself so yeah it was quite filling and it it's not the healthiest uh i don't know why but it's not the healthiest because i got taste it was just too rich to be healthy Uh, but yeah that was that was one uh, another unique thing to new orleans that i had oh fair enough i mean not all good things need to be need to be healthy sometimes it's 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 it's, it's both that it's worth treating yourself to to something that yeah. you may not necessarily be able to get back at home and you can like clearly see the the french influence in this like with the use of the roux or serving it with crusty bread or baguette on the side But no, sounds 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 lovely. And and what about something sweet like uh, any favorite desserts from from this cup? Oh yes, uh, I, I was just going to. Uh, that was the next thing I was going to talk about. So oh, yeah. there is this there is this uh, really old cafe called Cafe Du Monde, and it's right. been there for yes. a while. I, I don't remember how long, but it's been there for a while, and it's an untouched gem. Like I don't think they've done. much of it when it comes to you know uh, their infra- infrastructure it's just nice old i think they they have a couple of they have a few uh, branches in new orleans now franchise but yeah, right, right. yeah i think two or three i'm not really sure but this is it's this really french uh, cafe and there i had this is this is what i've been having there for all on all my trips uh, there are these fried donuts called beignets um right of course yes of course yeah so uh, they they're like deep fried donuts with a no- i think the dough is pretty straight forward it's just a normal dough but it's deep fried okay it's just slightly less sweet than a donut and it's just these square pockets of deep fried dough and they're topped with heaps and heaps of powdered sugar but oh man Lovely. that with a hot <laughs> cup of coffee is oh it's just sublime it's just amazing and um yeah you've got to have the beignets right out of the fryer and they have to burn your yeah. mouth to get the, to get the, the authentic experience um 
I mean, not necessarily. That that's just what happens to me all the time. But uh, yeah, that, that's that's one thing. That's that's one thing I without fail whenever I go, I have that. And in fact, I had it twice. Literally on my way to the airport when my aunt was dropping me, I picked nice. up. You get four in one plate. So okay. this was after we had had our I think, lunch. I'd had a pretty heavy lunch, and uh, on my way, I was like, "We've got to stop. I want to eat." Eat it, and then I just because it's a small city. The airport was just One like yeah, it was just fifteen minutes away. Yeah, so I don't know how I just <laughs> I ate all four of them, and there's so much powdered sugar. I think I choked on it for a little while, <laughs> but it was worth it. Nice. Man. I just I just missed it. I just, that, that, that's one thing you can't miss when you go there. Yeah, uh, no, for sure. You're not much of a seafood person, but you've got to you've got to have beignets. Again, this is one more thing which I which is fairly it's really really easy to make, and it's mm-hmm. what I yeah. made quite recently actually. How did how did that go though? Were you able to uh, replicate it to the best of your ability? Like, yeah, how it was, do you it think was you, quite close. Prepared? Yeah, it was actually quite close to what I had there, but um, then again, that that place just has its own. It was it was it right, was quite close, I, I guess. It was quite close. Um, Maybe I'd, 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 I was just too eager. I'd, I'd have to keep the door to rise a little longer. But uh, but other than that, it was perfect. It was, I just made up the batch was just too big and just too much of deep fried food for the day. But it's definitely something that any anyone can make at home. Like they're so easy to make. You just have to make a dough and fry it and top it with sugar. Can't get it's not that hard. Yeah. No. I mean donuts are the the perfect food. Yeah, fried dough of sugar can't really go wrong, go wrong with yeah. that. And I I totally understand the whole on your way back to the airport situation. Like there's always we always have like a special reserve in our stomach for dessert, especially yeah. dessert on your way to the airport. That's <laughs> that's yeah. quite the treat. But yeah, no, sounds 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 lovely so far. Is there anything else from your your three day three day? Uh, yeah, actually, is, um, yeah, sorry. Uh, actually, there's this one restaurant which is really it's a fine dining restaurant and it actually inspired me a lot when it comes mm-hmm. to my food. Uh, it's it's a um, apparently it's an award-winning restaurant. It's called Saffron and it's in New Orleans itself. It's okay. called Saffron and it's it has Indian owners and it's an Indian fusion restaurant, but they fuse ah, nice. it with they fuse it with uh, like the New Orleans cuisine. And not with like, it's not your ordinary Indian restaurant. So one thing I found really unique was that, like usually fusion restaurants, at least especially Indian fusion restaurants, they just they just fuse it with like there's everything all at once. Like whether it's like um, Chinese or um, Italian with like a spiced masala sauce or whatever. But this is really yeah. focused. They have a, it's it's a it's a proper fine dining restaurant like, like posh and. They have a really small menu, and like around thirty, thirty-five items, mm-hmm. and uh, only focused on New Orleans cuisine, like nothing else. And everything has a hint of, not a hint, it, it in the like it's definitely has Indian flavors in it. But from lobsters to gumbos to to lamb chops, everything has Indian flavors to it. So it it just showed That me how. <laughs> Yeah, so particularly I had this. Uh, they're they're oysters, 
they were served with naan and they had a curry, curry leaf tadka on it oh man it was just, I, i didn't know food oh. could taste like this it was just <laughs> and um, there was another thing uh, another thing uh, there was this rum rum soaked rogan josh uh, lamb chops Oops. which was i don't know how that makes it new orleans but it was just amazing and then there was these um, these the local new orleans um, shrimp these big shrimps and they were made in a in a tamarind sauce so that was again like amazing um, okay and one last thing was i i just trying to remember there was this um, uh like these these pancakes sort of these dal pancakes i think and they were served with crab meat on the side which okay. had, yeah and they were in a with i think a date and tamarind chutney on the side it was just all these things like indian it just shows how um, how you can like how indian cuisine can be brought into any cuisine it's just so easy to fuse it and um, this is what inspired me a lot to try and experiment with my food um this restaurant in particular and it's something i'll never forget awesome i know that that is a lovely story and i think that that, that was what my next question was also about is yeah. is like what was the impact of this trip on on you as a food like enthusiast and also you as a cook and i'm, I'm really excited to hear um like i think this is really interesting to know like how it impacted you as a chef and like the experimentation and the and the way in which you look at fusion cuisine but just in terms of food like as, as someone who just enjoys eating because my like personally i'm not a very big big chef but i really enjoy eating so how, how did that impact the way you you eat and like it, it, has it made you open to certain cuisines has it made you like prefer certain styles of cooking how has it impacted you as a food eater so sure, yeah de- definitely like i think that that trip especially with the oysters it stepped my um not culinary but in my food you know life like just to try out new things and i've always that was a big step because like it is raw it is raw seafood but um yeah so it was a big step i definitely started trying more and more food like taste like trying to taste new things um and i actually started liking sushi i used to hate sushi before i started liking sushi after the trip uh, because then i could like oh okay raw fish is not it's not that bad come on i, I just had oysters so yeah that was one like just food enthusiast aspect of it but when it comes to my cooking um i um i mean i i i cook like at least once a week now when i'm back in india uh, but yeah i it gave me like the confidence to experiment and not necessarily stick to a recipe but like look at three four different recipes of three four different things and try to fuse it and try to make the flavors work and like obviously try to give an indian twist to it uh, so yeah i i ended up like firstly definitely i recreated the poboy which is the the shrimp sandwich and uh, the beignets which is which are the fried donuts i made them and it's pretty easy to make um in india because the ingredients are available um i mean 
you can't have oysters here at least i've never had oysters in india um but other than yeah but then other than just new orleans cuisine i did end up like using indian food with different cuisines and it gave me confidence uh like that yes indian flavors do work with other like if you want them to work you can get them to work with other other cuisines there yeah, i ended up making pies or bowls with like an indian twist to it and yeah, it it paid off it was really delicious food and yeah that that's what i took back from that trip awesome and i think just one very specific question based on the fact that you initially said that you are a gujarati with a lot of relatives and then you were talking about eating raw fish um how did that happen because <laughs> I am also a Gujarati, and when I started eating raw fish, I was nearly excommunicated from my family. So, have you always been a non-vegetarian? What's that like? Yeah, I've always been a non-vegetarian. Um, actually, I wasn't completely honest. I'm half Maharashtrian, so ah, all okay. so my there we there we go. Yes, so the two <laughs> uh, so so the two aunts I visited one in Toronto and. the other new orleans both of them are from my the maharashtrian side of the family so they are completely that explains a lot yeah otherwise <laughs> i wouldn't i wouldn't be able to go to these restaurants even though my gujarati side family really don't care what i eat as long as i don't like i'm not eating raw fish right in front of their faces i <laughs> i'm okay they don't care what i do but yeah i think if if there weren't people to show me around like or to make me try new food i wouldn't have i probably wouldn't have ever had oysters if people on on the same table weren't eating them yeah you should definitely try new food like it's i mean there a lot of people in india like even when they go abroad they just they want to they don't want to get out of the comfort zone and uh, i mean it's different for vegetarians it's it's difficult to find food i mean now it's become easier but other than, like if you're like if you just if you do eat non veg you should just try and like experiment and try new things because the food is like food is a big big part of the culture and of the country and it's actually the main reason i ever like i want to go to a new country is the food obviously it's sightseeing but i think yeah. it's more food for me it, it always has been i don't think i could agree and i could agree more like 100% yeah no and i think the oh. the rule the rule that i have is also similar at home is that as long as it doesn't look like fish i'm allowed to eat it at the same table as my mom and my sister who are staunch vegetarians nice. so i completely get that um cool i think just the last question that we have and this is something that we ask all the guests who come on um is what is next like what is and since you're a chef it's this is a two part question what is one thing that you are really keen on cooking in the near future and what is something you are keen on eating in the near future um uh so firstly i'm not a chef i think that's an insult to chefs i'm a i'm a guy who likes to cook um fair enough yeah and uh humble <laughs> uh yeah the next thing i'd like to cook i mean i've been like really last couple of months really craving sushi 
and um, like and I and I've just seen how much it costs to eat in Bombay. I mean, I have eaten it before and really liked it here, but it it's not um, it's it's not the kindest to your pocket. And uh, I'd um, yeah, so I definitely want to try and make it at home. It seems like a lot of effort to get the right produce for it. Uh, but and also another another thing I wanted to uh, I've been meaning to try is to make to somehow incorporate. Um, uh, somehow incorporate alcohol in my desserts somehow because i feel like nice noble yeah a little a kick of booze nicely balances out the sweetness in the desserts so i've been wanting to try out something like that for a while i'm just waiting for the right booze to come home uh, i can't <laughs> do it stack of blenders uh, i don't know i probably I could i probably could but i'd rather i not. would highly advise against it yeah <laughs> uh, but yeah that's that's what i'm looking forward to and yeah and i actually i also want to cook for uh, cook for a big bunch of people like i have done it when i was in the, in the uk i really like hosting i really like hosting people and making them try food and getting their reaction or their uh, uh like you know their uh, feedback and it's a lot of fun it just comes naturally to me and um, yeah that's one thing i want to do i want to try and make a few a nice spread of three or four different kinds of food and just entertain like just have guests over something like that oh hopefully when covid gets better like when this pandemic situation is slightly better i can but yeah that's something i want to do and i have some time now so hopefully i can get test my recipes Awesome. I think that uh, alcohol in desserts and raw fish is giving my Gujarati heart a little bit of a heart attack. <laughs> um, but no, it's been awesome chatting with you, and I, I, I hope that I can visit New Orleans someday. And more than that, I hope that we can be a part of one of your yes. cooking. Uh, Events. I, I don't know what. Waiting to, for you to say that. I was waiting yeah, for you to say yes. that. I was like, now we have it on record, so <laughs> now this is not going. Back. <laughs> But no, 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 man. It's been awesome having you. Um, thanks so much, man. Really, really appreciate it. And hopefully, we will see you at football soon enough. Yes. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully, man. I'm uh, eager to play. <laughs>